Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 126. Getting you ready for week three in the NFL. The Bills are a bunch of killers. Lighten up the rap on Monday Night Football. Jesus, can anyone stop him? I hope not. Jimmy G and the Niners back together again and the comebacks of week two. Did you survive? We did. Let's farve and go. Woo! Freestyle. Rock the all right welcome back to look who's talking episode 126 after a crazy comeback week in week two we're getting you ready for week three of the nfl i am joined as always by my weird host weird mike follow him at weird mike spelled m-i-c you can follow the show at hughes talking h-u-s talking if you can't spell that i'm surprised you found the farm show available on apple itunes spotify google play stitcher and lambo Lambo is not a platform, but it sure sounds like one. If I ever get rich, I'm going to start a platform called Lambo. Uh, yeah, man, crazy comebacks in week uh, week two. I preach this a lot, especially with a good quarterback or Joe Flacco trying to prove a point. It's never over until it's over. Live betting on live betting teams that are down by less than three scores is always a good plan, especially got Kyler Murray running, Kyler Murray running around. Like a toddler who uh, doesn't want to give back his snacks. What a game. Uh, so send us all your, your whether you got screwed by something or whether you had a miraculous comeback live betting like me and the Arizona Cardinals. Post it, tag us, and Storyteller Beverages, or Storyteller Lager has a prize pack for the best gambling story of our year. So let's hear it. Okay, folks. Uh, wherever you're listening, Ni Hao, Previet, Ola, Bonjour, and Bonagum, which is Sri Lankan. When's the next time you're going to learn something Sri Lankan? That's why I listen to podcasts to learn stuff, folks. All right. Uh, Hugh Picks went three and three last week. We are five and seven for the year. You know what? Looks like Justin Fields got across that line to me, but it was kind of tight. That would have got us to four and two and back to even Steven. Someone who's above even Steven. My man, Weird Mike. We we're on line mates. Mount Carmel Hockey many, many a year ago. All right. And, uh, We've been almost inseparable ever since. And if you ever saw us together, you wouldn't believe it. Michael, back from Niagara Falls in the monsoon. How is your barn, bud? Um, just for the record, everybody, myself and Jeff have greatly different uh, definitions of inseparable <laughs> for the record. So put that into your pipe and smoke it. I will. Yes, I am above 500, three and one. Jeff, if you think that comeback win by the Jets was about Joe Flacco, then you know very little about football. That was only about the absolute ineptitude of the Cleveland Browns. That was beyond everything. <clears throat> you know, I tell you these stories, uh, whether I bet on the game or not, folks, I lost a chunk on that game, including one of my survivor entries. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You break breaking news here. Live survivor news. We're survivalists. Cemetery crew survived intact. We'll talk more later. But that Cleveland now, I hope they get fucking rolled on Thursday night. You guys are probably listening to this show just after. But I hope that the Browns get rolled and I hope their season ended with that Flacco Last ditch of ink that he had in his pen. Was, was there it. any doubt that they that were going to just walk down the field and score? Of course they were. Of course they were. <laughs> anyway, 
the Lake Erie Monster went one and one. Whatever I lost, I brought with me to Ralph Wilson Stadium slash Highmark Stadium on Monday night. It's very rare that you get to attend your favorite show. That's true. Monday Night Football is my favorite goddamn show. And I was there and I want a shit ton. And the tickets were amazing. Shout out Royal. Get your seasons. Holler back. Big fan of the show. Shout out to uh, Phil Nolan, Christian Hernandez and Mr. Waterman uh, joining this Look Who's Talking trip in my absence, in my passport ineptitude, uh, which I am picking up on Friday, by the way, about four days late. That's great. Thanks, Canada. Uh, I think we got our word of the day, everybody. Ineptitude. Yep. Three times in. Anyway, Lake Erie Monsters split the weird pick and I got two fresh ones. About 27 minutes. Who gets honors, Jeff, with the tie? Oh, no, no, no. Just like golf. You roll through, bro. You roll yeah. through. You know what's your name? Hole number three, dog leg left. Let's see what you got, bro. Pull out that seven iron, seven iron, seven iron split. A <laughs> uh, little caveat for you. In case you didn't listen to last week's episode, we're Mike last week coming off a two and a week for his smash and sprinkle. I uh, had the Cleveland Browns minus six and a half and the Buffalo Bills minus 10, one and one. Uh, my few picks went three and three. I had the Bengals wah, wah, uh, and a bunch of underdogs, Seahawks. Wah, wah. As soon as Trey went down, by the way, let's have a little moment of silence for Trey Lance. <laughs> what a tough week for the kid. Uh, okay, that was it. And then just like yeah. the world was ready Fucking to move on quick. to Jimmy in two seconds. Less. I, I knew I knew the spread was over. Um, anyway. Crazy week for comebacks. Crazy week for survivors. Did you survive? Because there's 900. Mike, in our survivor pool, there's 917 people left out of 3,000. It's week three. Let's go. And the Look Who's Talking spread survivor with prizes being donated by Storyteller Logger. There's 12 people left of 44. Keep in mind, we launched that contest with one day before kickoff. So thanks to all the 44 people who pay attention to our show so much you got in. On a day's notice, there's 12 people left, and Hughes, one of them. In our pick six, we got Christian Hernandez, who joined you on Monday Night Football, alone in the lead at nine and three. Our weekly winner was some guy named G Unit. G Unit, I'll be emailing you this week about your weekly prize. Um, yeah, and we got eight survivors left for Touchdown Survivor, which is a very exciting contest. It might be over by week four, but we'll run another one with more Storyteller Logger prize pack. Shout out to Storyteller Logger. Yeah, man. Crazy week for comebacks. I personally, I posted this on Instagram. I made a bunch of money on the Arizona Cardinals. Just thinking of all these late slate games. I'm like, someone's coming back. So I bet on all of them. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know. But the, so the you, odds are so good. You're all about the Raiders. You're loving the Raiders. You're, yep. you're gobbling up the Raiders slurge the, there. Love the Raiders this week. Stay tuned. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Well, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Give me. Give me one half a reason why they might make your board right here. Because Ryan Tannehill can't run around for 20 seconds to convert a two-point conversion. If that was anybody but Kyler Murray, the game's over. He does have that little special in him, man. They're not playing him this week. Ryan Tannehill ain't running out of, out of away from Chandler Jones at all. So the desperation bowl. The desperation both teams bowl. with high aspirations. Yes. Are playing in the desperation role. Sign your death certificate in Nashville. Losers out. Losers out. You, oh, heard three, out. you heard it here, especially the Titans having two of those three at home. One of those being the 
Giants. But you know what? I was going to take. I told you I was going to come in with my last pick, but it's not going to be the Titans. I really wanted to take Weird Mike, the original Vrabel. And, you know, I love a Monday night loser, especially one that got fucking their shit pushed in. Okay. by the way, called it. I'll be releasing a video from the future slash the past. Bill's alt line, folks, do yourself a favor and ignore the ticket prices for Ralph Wilson Stadium and just go. Okay, it is next level. I've been a dozen times. It's beyond college. It's pro college. Okay, they're like, it's a college. No, no, no. It's pro, but it's college. It's unreal. There's full belief. There's not an ounce of skepticism roaming Orchard Park. The mood was electric, total. It was a cloud, man. Of course it was. Oh, I was so jealous. Anything, anything funny happen? And you, you know, you get shown any tatas for a jersey? No, uh, the only tatas flowing were weird mics, bro. I was overheating, <laughs> hanging around the barbecues. Okay, there was I was the only person in the parking lot with their shirt off, male or female or trans, whatever. Um, <laughs> only tatas were mine, and you know that's a good time. But uh, home safe. Called the blowout, had Bills 23 and a half, had a defensive score, had a Tennessee fumble as your Tannehill demise continues. Yeah, he's done. He's, you know, this is happening fast. Yep. And so just just a hell of a day. Everybody, the advice, I, I should make that my pick of the week, man. Forget the prices of the ticket and just go. It doesn't matter what the game is. That's, that's where the college is. You want where that to you be a sprinkle? <laughs> yeah, maybe go. Hashtag go. All right. Well, I'm glad anyway, you went. Stadium's great. Yes. Um, funny thing that happened to me today. I was just I went to buy get coffee before the podcast, and then I was just at the convenience store just getting some stuff. And like, oh, there's a lovely old lady there. I see all the time filling up gas for the flyboard stuff and everything. And she's like, and you know, it's it's calm in the fall right up here, and right. And she's like, so where are you off to today? You know. And normally it's kind of like an interesting story. Like I might be going to. Who God know, like, you know, who knows what the fuck Lake to do? God knows what. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually going uh, going to record a podcast. And she's like, oh, is it that nice? And I'm like, she's like, what's it about? I'm like, yeah, football gambling. She's like, that's so sweet. I know like, it's like she wasn't even <laughs> listening to me. She's just that nice, just ready to. She wouldn't know a part. She thinks a parlay is still just two old generals a thousand years ago talking before like some sword fight. Or like something fancy that you wash the toilet with. Oh, yeah, honey, just get that with the parlay. Anyway, people are supportive, and I uh, I appreciate that. And we're supportive of all of you, and thank you for supporting. Look who's talking for 126 Farvin episodes. Want to do a big thank you right now to our boy Greg from Space Monkey and uh, everyone at Space Monkey helping us out with our production this week. 125 episodes brought to you straight from our mustache-twisting, bungee-jumping friend Andy Huckle from Huck Media. But that man is gallivanting across Italy right now. Ooh. Saying what's up to Weird Mike's ancestors. All right. Having you. a couple of cannolis. And uh, big shout out to Greg and Space Monkey and our buddy Ian Starkman uh, for hooking this all up. Couldn't do without you. And next week, too. Oh, Starkey. Starkey cut poking his head out for some air. Happy, happy birthday, Ian. I don't care when it is. I'm wishing you a happy <laughs> birthday. Okay. Thanks for hooking us up with Space Monkey. 
And uh, Starkman's been doing good things in the uh, sports world for uh, shit, almost 50, long, 50 years now. Long time. Long fucking time. Also, uh, shout out to his podcast, uh, Just a Bit Outside, available on all platforms. Fucking funny shit, man. Just a bit outside. All right. Just like most of my shots on net. <laughs> As a deeker and, and a passer. And most of my life. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, a couple quick things, and then let's get start talking Survivor Week 2 because it's very tough, and then we'll get into our picks. Um, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, there's a video online on Instagram of Tua Tagovailoa's highlights from the Baltimore game, but it's in, rever it's in reverse, and so he's, he's throwing right-handed. He actually looks like a way better quarterback. It's no, it's no joke. Makes yep. you wonder, man, like, you know, all these left-handed quarterbacks, it just looks weird. Well, you got the game of the week. Bills at Miami. Of course, Bills we're going to touch Miami. on that. Yeah. Um, as I wandered the parking lots on the stadium march, let me tell you, everybody was already looking for a ride from Western New York down to South Beach. Bills Mafia in full invasion mode. People were leaving immediately after the game to South Beach. Two-day drive. Post up on Thursday, data recoup, start the party Friday night. Oh, yeah. Bills fans, they've been doing this for so long, man. They got like, there's like an official Bills stop on the way to squish the fish. I think it's in Nashville. <laughs> there's like a Bills hotel, Bills bar. I've heard about this. I'm not kidding. Wow, no way. Yeah, there's a Bills bar out in Vancouver. Shout out to Brian Hiller who took a picture and sent it to me. He's like, we got to go here. Let me tell you, let me tell you new at the Ralph. Okay, folks, drone coverage. No tables going down. Real talk. One guy went through it. Drone sniped them. Erie County Sheriff there in 90 seconds. On the horse. Scooped them. Nope. Just just on a cart there. You know, Fuck. little carts that run, run One around. One thing I do love about Orchard Park, how many horse cops are still like operating. The the drone was in full effect, man. They were buzzing. They were going low. Some people were trying to throw footballs out. I was that was probably that was probably the best. You had a funny contest. Well, I guess what I tried to do, I tried to punt it. And kicked and tried to punt a football and hit a drone. <laughs> Let me tell you, I would have been in a fucking hero if I did. Missed it just hey, a bit should, outside, Starkey. Just a bit in. outside. Hey, you should have lined up a field goal, bro. Way more chance. You're a place kicker, not a punter. All right. Okay. No, know your strengths, Mike. Okay, so it was a bit of a blur. It's all coming back. But some guys had like a, a football a golf game, like cornhole, but you got to throw on the uprights. Oh, yeah. Little makeshift uprights, two, three feet apart. I said, boys, 10 bucks, 10 yards, one kick, just a bit outside. Let's go. All right. So should the Bills be scared of Miami because of what they did to Baltimore? Just running go routes, and betting that you can't cover Waddle and Hill? Because that's what happened. It was a fucked up fourth quarter. Did I see Mika Hyde leave the Bills game yes. in a blur of yes. my I was dancing? I was dancing Homer, Jeff. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> Every Bills touchdown because I had him by 23 and a half. So no lead is safe. I had him anyway, pulled a calf muscle, but I thought I saw Mika. I saw the, the headband. So he's, uh, you got to let the chips fall. You got to let the injury chips fall. So I yeah, will uh, I'll fail safe. Bill, again, if this, keep in mind, if this spread, so folks, if this spread came out at minus six at halftime of the Ravens Dolphins game, I think the whole world's taking it. So how much credit do we give to that kind of insane fourth quarter that's never really happened in the NFL before? That's what you got to ask yourself. All right. You can, you know, it's yes, they have a lot of speed, but the bills 
uh, front line, especially like Von Miller and the boys are not going to give Tua that much time. He's not that mobile. So the Baltimore, they lost their defensive coordinator to the Giants. Giants have a better pass rush this year, and the Baltimore Ravens don't have one. They are missing Wink Martindale back there as their DC, and they haven't recovered yet. So I think uh, I like the Bills this week. And again, I rarely pick the Bills on point spread because the whole world's drunk on them right now. But after Monday Night Football, how can you not be? All right. Put that put that Bills beer up my ass. I want to be wasted on it, too. All right. You get drunk faster, Mike. <laughs> yes, um, I get drunk very fast. so I don't need any additional holes uh, having beer enter. Yeah, for anyone who's been a friend with with uh, Weird Mike for anything longer than two and a half months, you guys have probably split thirds on a beer. <laughs> hey, the, the, take it easy. It's Tuesday the, night. The goal was a beer an hour. I got to five. I got to five. Hey, right, good for you, bud. Um, okay, we talked about this last week. Man, Colts get skunked by the Jags. And with all the crazy comebacks and stuff that, uh, that happened in week two, not a lot of people talking about that. Colts skunked by the Jags. Matt Ryan looks very old. All right. Very old. Correction, Jeff. Matt Ryan is very old. Yeah. Like, not everybody beats time. Like, Tom versus time. Yeah. He won. Okay. Most people fucking lose to time. It's been happening for a couple centuries. And Matt Ryan, Ezekiel Elliott, even <laughs> Russ Wilson seem to be losing to time a little bit. Uh, so just keep that in mind for your tickets and for your betting, folks. Um, yeah. So when does uh when does the Colts playoff aspirations betting leader for the division? I don't know. When do they swing over to Big Dick Nick, or even the college kid? Get that Texas guy. I said him on the pre-show this season. <clears throat> Something's got to give. If KC rolls in, by the way, it's their home opener. Everybody's writing them off now. Be careful for these teams that played both teams on the road, both games on the road. Indy has. Tampa Bay's going home for the first time. Also, Indy's 0-2 in the uh in the division. 0-2 in the division. Oh, 1-1. Oh, sorry. Oh, 1-1. Felt like a loss. You're right, though. You are so right. Said the desperation bowl. How about the no who gives a shit bowl? Texans at Bears. Minus yeah. three. That's, that's that's what comes to mind. Nothing. <laughs> Probably take the Bears if you're gonna like on a, if if I was making a 12 game ticket, but otherwise I'm not fucking touching that game. <laughs> I'll box it on pools. Uh, I don't want to have anything to do with that game at all. Maybe Justin Fields rushing yards. Maybe. All right. So 917 people survived. Uh, myself and at uh, at Hawk Media, our boy Andy Huckle. He followed me with the Rams. I didn't stray away like I did Week One. We hope you guys survived. Let us know your survivor stories. This week, there's a whole bunch of three-point faves Ooh. on the road. There's a one seven-point fave at home, the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Ooh. Jacksonville Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence playing his best NFL football game last week. Almost a perfect passer rating for three quarters. It looked good. Um, so that's like kind of be the one that everyone's waiting to see, the Herbert injury. And then maybe you take... I bet there'll be a lot of people in the Chargers regardless. You got the Browns four point Thursday night football. Who's the backup? Is it Tyrod Mobile still? Tyrod, no, Tyrod, Ty, your boy Tyrod. Yeah, where's he? Uh, I don't know if he's been getting your letters, but he say he feels the love. All right, you're probably the number one Tyrod Taylor fan that I know oh, of, anyway. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He's suing the Chargers 
doctor, by the way, for puncturing his lung. You're fucking right, he should, man. Absolutely. Let me tell you, not a big fan of lawsuits. You go get him, T-Mobile. Okay, you need a <laughs> yeah. petition. You need some love. You add weird Mike. Anywho, um, captain of the Tyrod Taylor fan club, survivalist, and assistant audio director, even for Space Monkey here today. <laughs> um, folks, careful with these Chargers, man. That coach makes some weird calls. And when it's a one possession game, that weird call probably going to cost you a chance at a quarter mil or more or less or your frag bragging rights. Uh, that game has rat. But we always bang on the Chargers not having a home base. Is Jaguar Nation really traveling across the world? Let me tell you, those North, North Floridians are a different breed. Eh? It's not yeah. like it's a very tiny part of the country. So I think it's a unique home game for the Chargers. Like legit. Hey, this is the, you know, this is our fan. Is, is, nobody's coming. It's not a high price point. There's no diehards in this area. Nobody cares for this team one way or another. Like there's literally only two or three teams in the league that this applies to for the Chargers. Right. It's very weird. And I mean, there's Viking fans everywhere. Like yep. it's crazy. But yep. anyway, Jag fans, you what did you say in the pre-show? It's going to be a football exhibition. It's going to be a football <laughs> exhibition. Okay. There'll be some Jags fans. There'll be some Chargers fans. There'll be people coming down from San Diego being like, hey, we remember these guys. Okay, they're going to have like influencers, not even football fans, just being like, oh, let's get cheap football tickets. Um, And then that's, like, friend, uh, that's true. Friends and family of Jaguar players. I don't know. Um, Even if if Herbert plays. um, NFL shutouts are rare. Jags uh, got a chance to build. Dude, the on, defense looks pretty good. It was again kind of an underwatched game on the weekend, but no, they, they uh, no, it wasn't. It was totally underwatched. But the Jags deed has something now. Week one, they got lit up by Carson and the and the Commanders, so it wasn't like you know they let up twenty. The point is, you got something you can build on. You're standing on a shutout. Hey, maybe they make it to half with a shutout, and they're like, guys, we got six. Anyway, it's something. Yep, it's something. So I doubt. Even if Herbert plays, I'll be taking that team because that's 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 a pool buster, man. Nobody wants to drop wood on some other lesser teams. Maybe the Bills. Well, that's tough. That's tough. You it's got tough. balls. It's tough. You, regardless of who you take this week, it's going to be a ballsy pick. What about your Chiefs? Eh? You're going to take your Chiefs? At the, you lost I, one survivor I was Chiefs-Colts. Two years ago or three years ago, I lost a survivor with Chiefs-Colts. That was in Kansas City. And Jacoby Brissett's Colts ran the football with Marlon Mack to a victory and knocked me out. So, no, I'm not taking the Chiefs again. I don't against a desperate Colts team. I, I don't know. Home opener, <clears throat> desperation, rumblings. I would pull the plug. I'd get Nick in there, give him the full week and let this guy go out and do what he does, man. Just kind of just shock the world and randomly on a Sunday. In case you're not aware, folks, Big Dick Nick Foles, the guy who threw for 500 yards in the Super Bowl against Bill Belichick's defense and beat Tom Brady, is the backup quarterback on the Colts with his old offensive coordinator, Frank Reich, from the Philadelphia Eagles, who's now the head coach of the Colts. Just a little background info for you. Yeah, yeah man. There's, there's a, you don't like the Bengals? I do. I you don't do. like the and Vikings? That, you don't like no, the Vikings? No, I'm not taking the Vikings because gotcha. the Lions are actually playing Great offensive football right now. If their defense can catch up, they are they've scored 
a touchdown in 15 consecutive quarters going back to last year. And when you watch them, they don't have problems moving the ball. It's their defense that gives up massive chunks. And this is the difference, again, watching the two comebacks or the two attempted comebacks. The Lions were up by like 20. Carson Wentz, hammer down, got them within a touchdown three times in the second half. Matt Ryan, man, look, looks done to me. Looks pretty much almost done to me, just like he's like looked the past few years. Stay away from betting on Atlanta. Myself and Adam from Storyteller talked about this. Don't bet on him. Don't bet against him. Just stay the fuck away from Atlanta games for a while. Well, Adam, I'm not listening this week as we move clo- closer to our Hugh picks. Uh, let's do our let's do our picks, Mike. Uh, and then we could talk kind of the rest of the week too. I got a truth of the week at the end at the end this week. Uh, kind of just guiding you towards some props and some Niners stuff. But as we do golf rules on this show, before we cue the Obi Trice music, you are up, my man. 2-0 oh, that week one. 500 last week. You still got honors. Uh, g- give us your smash and sprinkle. And uh, let's get the people betting. Let's go ahead. Here we go. Let's go ahead and put an asterisk beside that one. My team was up 14. Yep. With 82 seconds remaining. 13. 13. 13. So uh, still hot, loaded with picks. We're going to start with the sprinkle. We're going to start with the sprinkle. Hewlett touched on it. I'm bringing it home. We're taking the over. At the Metrodome, U.S. Bank, U.S. Field there in Minnesota. We got the Vikings coming off a on Monday night. Well, guess what? Every time Rodgers loses, Aaron Rodgers loses, he goes and beats the Bears. Every time Kirk Cousins loses on Monday night and everybody thinks he's awful, he goes out and throws for 390 yards and three touchdowns when not a goddamn person outside of the greater Minneapolis area is watching. That is what happens this week combined with the suddenly unstoppable Detroit Lion offense. It's on the road, but it's indoors. Familiar FIFO, the over. Uh, Minnesota's win against Green Bay also didn't have an offensive explosion. They only scored two touchdowns, a lot of field goals. So I think a breakout game, Detroit does not fix those problems after the win. And Minnesota and Detroit play Detroit Lions football. Hey, let's outscore you and try and make a few plays when it matters. Over 53 flat sprinkle. And the smash, first total of the year, by the way. I like it. That's how much I am really worried about this board, by the way. I will not be laying any serious wood. My smash, however, is my strongest play without doubt. Carson Wentz and his success in the NFC East versus his former team. Guys putting up points. Washington Phillies ugly, always is. Phillies getting everybody's everybody's jerking Jalen. And let me tell you, I was jerking him when nobody else was jerking him, by the way. Everybody give Jalen some time. Everybody's a good kid. One everywhere he's been. He just needs the right pieces. He's a peace guy. He's not the peace. He's your last piece. And that's what they got now in Philly. And not this week, though. Six and a half. Too much. Too much at home. I'm getting it now. I feel like the line comes down gradually. 
as people understand that Washington is at home, division, six and a half. They score. And Philly, too much hype. 2-0, well, well done. Monday night losers. I was going to take Tennessee, but the, the desperation, when there's too much desperation, you got to stay away from. And that um, six and a half, it is a, it is a salt base smash and a light sprinkle, folks. Over 53, plus six and a half, Washington at home. Carson Wentz wants it too bad. Not like Baker. It's different than Baker. It's different than Baker. Carson's got a ring from Philly. They built a statue of somebody else's genitals where his should be. Okay. I didn't build this. He's there though. And he wants it. And this is a chance of revenge. Let me tell you, he ain't winning the game in Philly. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. So whenever Washington goes to Philly, I'll be taking Philly. But today, Carson reigns supreme. Could, could get a little money line, little, little money line action oh, yeah. with maybe a, with maybe a fave, maybe bills, commanders talk about it. That game's that game's in Washington, correct? Yep. That's what, that's what I have written down. Yes. Landover, Maryland, sloppy track. Philly's Very got sloppy. fast. Oh, baby. Love it. Let me some hogs. Oh, not their hogs anymore. Not the hogs. You can still call them the hogs. I think. Okay. So we're my smash, smash and sprinkle. Um, 53 on the over. Now, here's where we, uh, this is great for our partners. So we work with Bet Openly, Bet Openly, Unreal Site, 1% Juice. It's a, tra- it's basically an exchange. So you could be the, the bank or the better for any bets that you do. Go to betopenly.com. You can go idiot shopping like I like to do and find people's greedy parlays and be the bank for them. Uh, it's really cool future of betting uh, for every $1,000 that you bet on sports this season. You'll save 100 bucks betting on bet openly win more lose less check it out also bet stamp okay this is an app that lets you shop around for the best odds and specifically with totals and props it's great you can get all the best you just type in let's say you want uh the vikings lines over okay it'll give you whether it's 53 52 and a half 51 and a half 53 and a half and all the different sports books and get yourself the best number download the bet stamp app and uh, use the reference code Hughes Talking, all one word, H-U-S Talking. Check it out. Be a more educated gambler. Go to BetStamp and download the app. Thank you very much, BetStamp. I like it, Mike. I like the high-scoring game. It's a high number, but I fucking like it. Uh, just because it's Lions and Vikings, I don't think either defense can stop either offense. And so there we go. We got a classic shootout indoors. No risk of the weather involving anything with two decent kickers. So there we go. Okay. Kyle Trice, let's go to Hugh Picks. You. All right. Here we go. Gold pick in Weird Mike's Desperation Bowl. I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders minus two and a half. This is a weird one. It was in the look ahead line, as in if you had tried to bet on this game three weeks ago, uh, some Vegas casinos let you do that. You would have gotten the Raiders at plus two and a half. Okay. But from what Vegas saw and what Vegas knows the public saw Monday Night Football, uh, this line has been switched to Raiders minus two and a half. Look, you can be on either side of this, and there'll probably be sharp screaming to take the Titans because of that look ahead line. Not me. 
From what I saw with the Titans, again, as we talked about with Weird Mike, only Kyler Murray's beating the beating the Raiders. Okay, the Raiders looked actually really good for about two and a half quarters at least, especially on offense. So as I see Derek Carr, Renfro. Also, they were about to win the game if Renfro doesn't fumble. So I'm taking the Raiders because they were in both games that they lost. They could have could have won, whereas the Titans. Maybe could have beat the Giants, but they were ne- they never even needed to show up for Monday Night Football. And I think, just looking in the mirror, the Titans got to be asking themselves, like, are we actually a good team? And I don't think they even believe it, whereas the Raiders can look in the mirror and be like, are we a good team? And they actually believe it. They got rock stars on offense, and I don't see the Titans defense being able to stop them at all, no matter how desperate they are. All right? It's over for this Tennessee Titans football team. It's Malik Willis's team starting next year. Rabel's going to get rid of some vets. Sorry, Huck. Good thing you're in Italy to hear this shit, but the Titans are done. Take the Raiders minus two and a half. Silver pick. I like Weird Mike's. I like Weird Mike's um, smash here. Uh, I'm taking the Commanders. It's plus, plus six and a half. Again, Carson Wentz. He's playing some good football. Second in the league in passing yards right now, and those it's not necessarily garbage time yards. He's he's putting up. He looks like a good quarterback right now. Looks like he fits in with that Washington offense. We've got Terry McLaurin. We got Jahan Dotson, who just is has a catch radius of anywhere around his body. Fantastic second option at wide receiver. And they got a good tight end and running backs that can catch. I like Carson Wentz in this offense. It's an NFC East battle. Take throw in the fact that yeah, it's his old team. But I like the Washington Commanders to win this game outright, or at least keep it tight. Everybody's crowning the Eagles as the best team in the NFC. Slow down. Okay? The Los Angeles Rams, Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't judging their own ineptitude on two weeks of football. Okay? These are playoff-savvy teams, and they both probably like to see the Eagles uh, rather than each other when they get to the NFL playoffs. Taking the Commanders, plus six and a half. Bronze pick, I'm taking the Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers at plus three. I feel like this is my sharpest pick of the week. Um, look, Baker and and the Panthers have looked pretty good in their two losses. Uh, so they, you know, they lost lost both games by like three points. They are on the verge of winning. They're on the cusp of winning, and they got a home game against the New Orleans Saints, who don't really look that good on offense. Without Alvin Kamara, they're missing something. Whether Kamara plays or not, this could affect the spread. But right now, I got it at a plus three with a Kamara as a doubtful. That's fine. I also like the way that uh, the Baker's throwing the football. He looks pretty good out there. The Carolina defense, you know, they got some holes in it, but they got a good secondary. And I think Jameis Winston is nervous about giving the football away. He gave away last game against the Bucs. I think he's going to give away this game to J.C. Horn and company in the Panthers secondary. We're taking Baker Mayfield plus three to win his first game outright with the Carolina Panthers at home to the New Orleans Saints. Number four, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Minus six in Miami again. If you had got the, if you could have bet this game at halftime of the Ravens Miami game, you would have loved the Bills minus six. Then you see Tua have one of the most unorthodox, crazy quarters in NFL history in Baltimore. Very impressive. Not to to take anything away from that, but uh, that you're not going to beat the Bills with two go routes to Waddle and Hill. And I think the Miami offensive line is going to have a nightmare with Von Miller and company down in South Beach. Uh, Monday night winners, as Weird Mike and mentioned in our pre-show meeting, they did, the Bills barely even played the fourth quarter. What are they tired from? It's true. All right? Too many wings. They've gone down to Miami before and smashed Tua. I think they're going to do it again. Squish the fish. 
by a touchdown? Sure. I think they'll win by two. Not scared of two yet. Sorry, I got to prove it more to me, buddy. All right, our number five pick. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers in what, for you guys listening, will probably be tonight's game. Um, Steelers plus four. Again, this is my backup quarterback rule against the top-tier defense. Okay? We got Pittsburgh Steelers are a great defense. A great defense, even without TJ Watt. And now I got Jacoby Brissett, who just threw the game away against the New York Jets. And again, it's not like he threw the game away because they're probably letting him throw about 25 times a game, 20 max. So with a very predictable offense, with a backup quarterback, I think you're going to have a problem beating the Pittsburgh Steelers, a division foe who's looking at this game, licking their chops because they don't have to play Deshaun Watson. All right? This is Jacoby Brissett versus the Steelers in an AFC North primetime matchup. Steelers get up for big games on primetime. Jacoby Brissett just hopes he doesn't fuck up. Look, I'm sure he's a great guy, but he's not ready to cover four points against the Steelers. Sorry. Couldn't cover six against the Jets. not covering four against the Steelers. All right. And my last pick, I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks minus two and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. Again, I think this is truly one of the worst teams in the league versus Weird Mike's worst team in the league, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. But again, I get two and a half. I got the home field advantage and I got Marcus Mariota and a bad defense on Atlanta's side facing Geno Smith and a game that they, they, Seattle's got to be looking at is, hey, we need to win this one. This is someone actually below the depth chart on us. Um, and as you mentioned, I think Weird Mike or I've talked to somebody, Atlanta did not fly home. They did not go back to Atlanta. So they went, they lost in LA and a little travel bug for you. They go to Seattle early. For a team that's 0-2 and it doesn't know who they are, and they're looking at their quarterback like, who is this guy? He's here for a year, right? I think Atlanta's, I don't know. I don't, they don't know who they are. Right now, they've lost two close games. I think Seattle Seahawks actually believe in themselves and uh, kept tight against the Niners for a little while. Anyway, I'll take the, the Seahawks minus 2.5 against the Falcons. That's my six picks. Raiders minus 2.5. Commanders plus six and a half, Panthers plus three, Bills minus six, the Steelers plus four, and the Seattle Seahawks minus two and a half. Q-Picks. Woo! You! All right. Full rebuttal. It's been cut short last couple of weeks. Full rebuttal. Love the Bills pick. You said the fourth quarter was game done. No, 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 no. That game was done with that pick six with about four minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah, you're right. That's what I mean. Okay, so, and the Diggs drive was two pass bombs. So right. this this was like, this was six drives for the day. They barely even got tackled. It was just touchdowns and first downs. <laughs> so love the Bills pick. I'm surprised it's not higher on the board. Um. Anyway, a win's a win, right? They all count the same. Hey, ro- you know, six points on the road in the NFL, regardless any given Sunday shit. That's why I tend to keep my podium pretty underdog heavy. That's let me let me tell you, I was I was wondering what Atlanta was going to do uh, on that travel bug. I was hoping you'd take the game and I'd get this chance, and I'm salivating at the chance to disagree. Oh, and two road trip, old school. This is going to help them. I feel like they're going to stay somewhere in Oregon and with Mariota and that that the duck connection. This is good. The Falcons need that Pacific Northwest air under their wings. <clears throat> Hate to pick you. Hate the pick. I think Atlanta being 0-2 is far more impressive. Remember Seattle? Hey, should not have won. Side bet. Side bet. Yeah. You want the two and a half? 
I'll give yeah, you I want it. to it. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Twenty five uh, bucks. Twenty five dollars. Twenty five bucks. Side bet. I like this. I like Seattle at home. We got a dome team. Keep in mind, Atlanta's a dome team that's bad. Going to a sloppy track in rainy September, Seattle. Prime time. Loud crowd. Marcus fucking Mariota. <laughs> yeah, I love sea level, bro. I love sea level. You know who Ryan Tannehill is? He's the new Marcus Mariota. All right. It's going to be a backup for the Raiders in two years. No, uh, Ryan Tannehill is the new Mar- Mariota. That's what I said. That's, that's what I just said. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Um, <laughs> obviously, the commander's loving it. Yep. All the reasons why. Uh, been staying away from Thursday night mostly. Me too. But. I'll tell you, I'll be sprinkling the Pittsburgh mini line, money line in spite. I'm getting a spite Thursday money line bet. F you dog pound and all those batties that are hanging around there. That that was epic stuff, that loss. Like beyond 99%, like they had the, the greater than sign chances to lose. Like oh, it was like, like win, fraction, win yeah, yeah. yeah, fractions of fractions here, guys. We're talking... Powerball shit. Like um, they wouldn't even give you a number if you went on like no, next yeah, you gen can't. stats. It would be you game. Can't. This is Monday Night Football, by the way. Uh, win probability. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking over, bud. <laughs> it's fucking over. The the Panthers and uh, Saints series is a is a bizarre one. I'm staying away. <clears throat> but Baker, man, who who's the backup? Did, did they get rid of PJ Walker? Get that little dude back in, man. He's got some spark. No, he's still there. Yeah, XFL's number one player. PJ. Because you know he cares about Carolina. And I bet you the players on that roster are begging for this guy because Darnold's still out, right? Darnold's oh, yeah. out? Oh, let me tell you. Get, get if, used to saying that. Darnold, he's out. For- if Baker lays another egg and the Saints D, which is good. Hey, held Tommy in check. Yep. Pick six. Hey, that was only 13 points from Tampa. It's not yep. like Saints are, you know. No, 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 no. They, they lost. Defense played good. Offense looked bad. The, um, you know, just Baker's a straight batty. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> Purely batty-based spite on the Baker. Um, but it is a tasty money line with a desperate team at home, right? I, yes. I, I get it. I get it. I'm not doing it. It's something that falls in my radar of, of yeah. plays I a, make. This, yep. But uh, he's just too big of a batty to, to, to move forward. <laughs> I understand. Well, I believe in Baker. So should you. What about the Colts? Nice... What about the Colts? Didn't make any of our board. No. Plus six at home. I was going to take the Chiefs. I couldn't take the Colts because Matt Ryan can't throw. But, uh, I, yeah, that's it. I couldn't. I was going to take the Chiefs. It was on my original list. The other game that I was, the other game I was looking at was the Giants on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um. What about nobody's? I keep saying game of the week. Yeah, there's, there's a few of them. I'm, I just sometimes get so locked into survivor mode that like yeah, yeah. some of these amazing games, I really could care less about because just, Green no, Bay, Tampa, GBTV, bro. Right. GBTV home opener for the Bucks. Yep. But we all know the cheeseheads move well. And nobody's quicker to bail on their team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me tell you, folks. The big sombrero was empty for two decades. Don't you forget it. All right. I was going to, the Bucks were on, again, the Bucks were on my list. I moved, I just, I had to move the Steelers up. I like, I don't like backup quarterbacks against the Steelers D, but I would have taken the Bucks. I don't think you take the Packers here. No. Again, with no Devontae, 
you know, the Bears were so inept, it's hard to kind of judge how good the Packers were. The Bucs have played two tough teams on the road and won by more than a touchdown. So even without some of Tom's best weapons, their, their D still looks really good. And uh, I think they'll cause Aaron Rodgers a bunch of problems just like they did in the regular season uh, two years ago that launched the Bucs on their Super Bowl quest. So we'll see what happens. I would have taken the Bucs, but uh, left it off my list this week. Who's in the uh, who's in the booth for Fox now that uh, Troy and Buck are on Monday night? Who, who's their lead crew? Like, it's, that'll be them, right? It's, that it's, game? The, old, it's the old tight end, uh, Greg. Uh, Greg Olson? Greg Olson. And uh, Burkhart. And Burkhart. There you go. Gotcha. That's, that's the... Burkhart's uh, good. Olson's a bit tough. He kind of... He says... A, pardon? They got the pay grade? They got the pay raise? They got I'm the assuming, jump? like, I mean, they ain't getting Tom Brady money, but like, whoever's doing that game in that GBTB game, that's all Fox, right? That, that they'll be getting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, of, stay tuned fun. for that. Hey, uh, weird Mike antidote, Space Monkey, Greg, the whole crew. You're watching your football. All you two look who's talkers. ABC has invested so much money in Monday Night Football, ESPN. They are now broadcasting it on ABC. It used to be only ESPN. And then TSN would pick up the coverage yeah. and we would be forced to watch TSN coverage the same as motoring 99 or sports center or whatever. But now your local ABC has picked up the game. Monday night football commercials are out of control. Folks. If you're puffing the Chiba, don't go anywhere. Don't change the channel during the commercial because often it's better than the dud of the game that's going down. So Monday night commercials on your local ABC, in case you forgot. How been 12 uh, years, been 12 years. How disappointing was that when we were growing up as a kid to turn on TSN, hoping there was something fucking good on. This is before streaming in like TSN seven, you know, it was just TSN one and you turn it on. You're like, oh, maybe I'll catch a late sports center. Here we go, folks. Motoring 99 brought to you by Pennzoil. Suck my dick. I'm going to watch the prices right. Fuck. Uh, all right. I got a couple props tips for you. I hammered Devonta Smith to get over three and a half catches on Monday Night yeah, Football. Nicely done, buddy. Hammered it. Three and a half catches for their definitely their 1A receiver. This guy won the Heisman. Okay, it's Monday Night Football. And if they're going to double cover A.J. Brown, he's going to get a lot of targets, which is exactly what happened. He got like nine or like eight. It was ridiculous. Anyway, just want to give a little tip here. It's this week's Truth of the Week. <laughs> Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right, truth of the week, folks. Targets and touches. You want to play? Want to win money at props? Okay. Focus less on fantasy and more on targets and touches, which don't count for anything in fantasy. This is why you can't just take fantasy football numbers and apply them to props bets, because some guy might have got nine targets last week, but only caught two or three of them. Okay, and maybe he ran backwards or something and got. 16 yards, and you're like, I'm taking this guy to get four or five catches. You know, he only had two last week for 16 yards. All right, that was Devonta Smith's first week was awful, okay? Targets was high, though. And look look back, go, go look back a season. So let's just expand your horizon. Get your perspective to be bigger. Don't just look at last week or this week. What? How many average touches has this receiver or this running back got with this offensive scheme. So go back, line up the offensive coordinator, coach, quarterback, and then look at the touches for each player. And go back as far as you can. 
Average that all out and then line that up to current props numbers. Devonta Smith was a steal. All right. Stefan Diggs in retrospect was a steal. Six and a half catches. And I think his number was 65 yards. This just because in week one, uh, Josh Allen spread it around a little more to Gabe Davis and the boys. Well, with no Gabe Davis, Steph Diggs, six and a half catches and 65 yards was a steal that I missed. You missed. We all missed it together. Let's not do that again. So just keep in mind, folks, you want to look at touches and targets. And some of these wide receiver props are actually really easy. Just go game by game. You can parlay them on most sites. You can go to BetStamp and get kind of what sites will give you the best parlay odds. These are my super tickets that I've been making. Some of them hit, some of them don't. Uh, but we're going to make a big one and hit it soon. So stay, roll with us. I like quarterback, like rookie quarterbacks or young quarterbacks or non-rock star quarterbacks to get over one and a half touchdowns because it's a passing league and that's just what fucking happens. Um, and keep in mind the 1A receiver, not the, not the guy, okay, but the guy who's starting on the other side of him all, all day. Big fan. Big fan of the 1A. The 1A receiver. Those numbers are usually a bit lower because he's not the rock star. He's not the guy in the poster. Okay, we're talking Devonta Smith. We're talking Chris Godwin. Um, and just roll those props. That's how I've been making money since college. Targets and touches. Focus less on last week's yards or um, whatnot. All right, that's it. That's your truth of the week. Targets and touches. They'll bring you to the promised land with props betting. All right, and follow us at Hughes Talking for our prop of the week and prop of the night. Definitely have some props coming in for the Tampa Bay Green Bay game and Pittsburgh Cleveland. Let's go. I like that. Um, I think it's targets over touches. So if you were doing a shirt, you just do target the line, then touches, right? Yeah. Or put the greater sign or do no, the no. greater sign. No, no. Targets over, over touches over receptions. Cause I meant touches for a running back. Uh, yeah. T touches touches for a running back. As in like, if you got 30 yards last game, but they gave you the ball 20 times. I'm going to bet you'll get more if you get the same amount of touches. Just on that's uh, that's the that's the headline. You is that's what's selling the shirt touches. Touches. If my shirt doesn't say touches, nobody's buying it. You understand? Nobody's touching it either. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. We're not trying to get touched. We're that's trying to good. sell shirts. Sometimes we are. One <laughs> A, big fan. Always been a big fan of the one A. You know why? Because I was a soccer goalie, and I didn't want to call myself second string, so I called myself one A. <laughs> For all you goalie fans, goalie fans, you know what I learned this weekend? Ogilvy, diehard listener, doesn't get a word by. How about that, Hugh? Yeah, shout out Ogilvy from uh, Clarkson High School, faced us, the Crusaders, way back in the day with our boy Phil Nolan. Um, yeah, man. So, again, just to just to go back to this quick, uh, do you have any, who are you taking? Do you know, think who you're taking for Survivor? Like I'm not locked in either, but I'm leaning Bengals. I'm also looking at the Chiefs. Probably going to stay away from that Chargers game, hope, hoping that the Jags just destroy half the list. That's a very personal question, Jeff, and I thank you not to ask me in front of all our listeners. This week is... <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> this is, I think, one of the hardest weeks I've seen in maybe a de half decade, folks. There are booby traps everywhere. The big spreads are fake. The medium spreads are 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 difficult. The Jets, but like you said, man, this coach is a, is a, is a people person, right? Yep. Maybe he's got the people on their side now. 
Like nobody was on his side. Nobody was on his side. Now you win. Like what a sport winning cures everything. So sure does. It's just I, like I, sports gambling, bro. Winning I, cures everything. I don't even have a lean Jeff. I can't bro. even, even fathom yet, which team I'm going to take. All right. I got two entries remain. And um, I promised the cemetery crew, if they listen to me, that I would get them to week three. I couldn't guarantee them anything past week three, but we're here. And I knew, and it's actually even tougher. You know, you, you see it week three, you know, a couple months, a week, a month ago, two months ago, you're daydreaming, blah, blah, blah. But it came, it's now, and it's even harder than I imagined it would be uh, with that Herbert injury, right? You think maybe Chargers are 2-0, and oh, same old Jags, but no, 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 no. New sheriff in town. And uh, the football festival, as you, aka the Pro Bowl, it's 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 an exhibition of this sport called football in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, there's another uh, exhibition going on. Uh, Mayweather and McGregor are on the verge of a rebound fight or a second fight. Yeah, why not? They made a hundred million dollars the first one. Like, who cares? And, and May, Mayweather said he's just going to go ahead and make it an exhibition. He's not really interested in getting hurt. Yeah. So if he's putting that in the headline. In the playbill, I'll save my money on that one. But you know what? Myself and like half the world are still going to watch. And that's why he's money away, Mayweather. All right. Well, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, one last thought, bro. One game we didn't touch on. Very weird game. Very weird Mikey Hughes talking game. We got Jimmy G's San Francisco 49ers. Going into Denver to face the 0-2 Russell Wilson-led Broncos Bugs. who have Captain Crunch as their coach. Okay, Am I going to call a timeout? Am I going to go for it? Am I going to kick a field goal? No, maybe I'll get a delay a game and punt it because I'm a fucking idiot. Let me give you some window into our pre-show production. Hugh buried this. I wanted this on the front page. I wanted to talk Jimmy G ASAP. I laid it down. Okay? You know what? Obviously, you don't want the kid to be hurt. No. But let me tell you somebody, everybody in that San Francisco building, Levi Stadium, took a big sigh of relief and looked at each other and said, thank you. I don't have to shoot you in the foot. I don't have to not invite you next year. Everybody's job is safe. You know why? Because they did do the smart thing and keep Jimmy G on the roster and say, hey, you know, this is probably 42% going to happen. It says 6 million, but it's most likely 14 million. You cool? Of course, Jimmy's cool. Um, I don't care who you think is the best first team. All these look who's talkers, right? You can think whoever you want is the best team in the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers are now the second best team in the NFL. Make no mistake about it. This team is going to steamroll. And I would take them in Survivor anywhere else except at altitude and a weird Russ familiarity. It's like you can't get out of the division, man. Every time That's he true. looks back, there's <laughs> Roger Goodell saying, hey, you're also mini Batty Russell. Okay. So. Uh, what's that Sunday night or Monday night? I think that's Sunday, right? That's Sunday night. Yeah. See, that's more tradition. Sunday's more tradition, more yeah. rivalry. So that's that's what they're creating. And. Uh, definitely a stay away from probably take Niners and a, and a little parlay action. You know, here's, here's the thing. 
Maybe I teasing. think you're right. I think I think 80 percent of the of the locker room and organization and even the fandom of the San Francisco 49ers, including our boy Gino down in Florida, hardcore Niners fan from bed openly. I think they all did breathe a sigh of relief, at least for the short term. You know, what you're getting now. You got a professional quarterback. However, just to, to add a metaphor to all of this, OK, imagine you date someone for like three or four years. You have some great times. You go to you go to the super date. Okay, you go to the Super Date semifinals. However, you look across the table from her right when you should be just marrying her or popping the question, hey, I, wanted, I want to have my football life with you. Kyle Shanahan did the exact opposite. And he said, you know what? It's not you. It's me. But I'm ready to move, move on, Mr. Garoppolo. Really? We just went to the Super Bowl like two years ago. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. I've seen the ceiling of this relationship. And it's not high enough. Okay. This is a proud San Francisco 49er organization, and we don't lose Super Bowls. We fucking win them. We win multiples of them. My dad won as an OC here, okay? And now he's going to the Hall of Fame. That's what I want. Because right now, we're top, you're right, top four, top five types, top six team in the league. But I think the one guy who did not breathe a sigh of relief was Coach Kyle Shanahan, because now he knows he's back. After chasing the supermodel who... Could have been the sweet wife, had potential, didn't look like it was turning out great at the start of the relationship, but that's fine. There was still a higher ceiling if they could get there. Suddenly, lightning strikes the court, lights get dim, and that poor he's that that dude's femur decided this for him. And now Kyle has to call his ex-girlfriend and be like, hey, apparently it wasn't me. Or you. Let's do lunch next Sunday. Or so let's do dinner next Sunday no, in Denver. No. It was, it was, yes, I, I appreciate that as I've transitioned out of marriage and baby mama hood to, I, I understand the parallel, you know, but, but Jimmy G doing that just proves that he's not just this porn star banging, right? Like you gotta, you gotta see the growth and understand that he kind of bet on himself. Like, Hey, this kid don't got it. Like, I don't need to bet on me to get paid. This is like putting your hand, your money at the casino behind the guy who's hot at the blackjack table. Well, if there was a, a sticker or a place for your bet that was cold and you would win if Buddy lost, you know, as people go belly up and they bust. Yeah, on I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So a reverse heater button is what Trey Lance was. Jimmy's like, hey, you know, because because you can't fool the players, right? We read. We're not in practice. I know. You can't fool the player. So Jimmy's like, you know what? I'll put eight million on this guy choking out by week six. I'll take the. I bet you Jimmy's upset. It happened so quick. All right. Yeah, he's not ready. maybe he's not ready. <laughs> he was thinking week five, week six. Sure, hey, buddy. Like I said, we're laughing at an injury, and I'm knocking no, no, on wood. No, no, no. Yeah. We're, we're knocking on wood. It's but I was preaching this before the injury. This should have been done. I know you were injury or no injury. So. It happened early. Stay away from the Niners against betting them because they got who they want. Kittle will be healthy in a bit. Tough spot with Denver, who is really going to come out of their shell sometime, right? Probably not this week, but they're going to pop out. You know, you know what? We talked about this pre-show. I would actually lean Niners here. I'm not picking the game, but I'd lean Niners here because I got a coach and a fantastic all-star team. And the coach lifts average talent to above average results. And then we got Mr. Hackett on the other side who takes Russell Wilson 
and makes him look like a D2 quarterback. They don't have a red zone offense. So coach versus coach, I'm taking, I would, I would lean Kyle Shanahan. One last thought, Mike, just keep this in mind. No matter how much people think Jimmy G's an improvement over Trey, and this is good for the Niners. Okay. Two points to remember the guy who knows him the best, his football coach, Kyle Shanahan decided with a rock star team, I'm going to trade three first round picks, which could, which could definitely help our team to replace you, Jimmy. And the other point to remember, no other team wanted him for $28 million this year to replace their starter. So every single team looked at their starter and looked at a $28 million contract, which is kind of average for quarterbacks now, and said, yeah, no, I don't want that, especially coming off the injury. So as, as good as this might be, Shanahan's worried again that he's going to get to a game he needs to win with one long bomb and Jimmy can't throw it. We will see. Anyway, shout out to Space Monkey and Greg for our production this week. Man, we couldn't do it without you. Episode 126, Steal People's Cell Phones. Follow and subscribe to our podcast and then just give them right back like you weren't even fucking there. Um, shout out to Betstamp. Download the app. Use the reference code at Hughes Talking. I know it's an awesome app. People keep firing at them. At, firing messages at me. It's awesome. Shout out to Bet Openly, 1% Juice, best place to bet online. And shout out to Storyteller Logger. Go, follow them at Storyteller Beverages for providing over $1,000 of free beer for all of our Look Who's Talkers. Keep sharing, keep following, subscribing, and you are the organic growth of our podcast. We couldn't do without you. Shout out to Starkey and Just a Bit Outside for providing Space Monkey to us. And Andy, wherever you are in Italy, Mike. Forza Titana. Forza Titana. Except this week because we're going Raiders. All right. Thanks a lot, folks. We'll see you for episode 127 and all of our videos this week. Giddy up. Oh, Greg, with a gun to your head, bro. Gun to your head. Who would you bet on with some money on football this week? Oh, well, see, if I know anything about the NFL, which I don't, is you never bet against the GOAT. So I got to go with Brady. Let's go. <laughs> Gun to your head, bro. I'm betting on the GOAT, too. Give me Tampa minus two on uh, versus the Packers as a bonus pick. I won't count into my pew picks, but myself and Greg are going with the GOAT, which if you look back over the last 22 years, it's like a 70% hit. All right. Thanks, Weird Mike, for coming back from Niagara. Thank you to the Monsoon for granting his access to Centennial Studios. And we'll see you all next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace.